Hi friends! Welcome to Solar Vision, where I provide you the safe channel to your soul. Bow. Wow. Second episode. Wow. Guess what happened, you guys? I recorded about 30 minutes of this episode and this mic, I accidentally turned the echo up and um, yeah. So round two, how y'all doing? What's up? What's good? Um, anything new? What's new? New for me? Purple hair. Now, y'all only saw me one of the time and I had blondish orange hair and I wasn't feeling the blonde. Long story short, I am currently coming up on five months of being locked. I dyed my dyed and bleached my hair before I got them locked because I don't want to bleach them while they're locked. It just doesn't seem right. Whatever. This is not a hair channel. But I didn't like. I don't like blonde on me. I don't like blonde locks. My personal opinion, you have blonde locks, you wear them. Not saying I'm not going to like yours or I'm going to say anything about yours. But for me, in my head, I don't like blonde. And my orange, I liked it, but I sweat so much. It was coming out. I wanted something darker. And my favorite color is purple. As you can see, the purple stuff all over the place. So I just went purple. And I'm loving it. It's giving... Scarecrow, Halloween, Shego, but purple. My husband said it's giving Raven. All the things, I like it. I like it. Probably won't pick up too well on the camera, but it's fine. It's giving purple. Anywho, let's get right into it. Let's go to our affirmations. Now, I don't say these affirmations every single day, but I do have them. I used to say them every day. I just can't find time to go through them which I should be able to find time because this doesn't take long but I don't know I just figured I'll just share it with y'all or share some of my stuff with y'all so with these affirmations let me just explain for obviously everyone's new here so I'm gonna call out affirmations and after I say the affirmation I'm gonna give a quick pause so that you can say them with me let's say it together let's practice positive self-talk because as we all know we talk to ourselves we're, we're, we're our worst critic and sometimes we talk to ourselves recklessly. So let's get some positive self-talk in there. Let's start this episode off right. Make sure my camera's not on echo. Everything's good. All right. I am abundance. I love, support, and believe in myself. God always has my back. I am in good health. I have pure relationships. I am healthy. Everything I want, wants me to. Everything I want, finds its way to me. I am leveling up. I am free to do the things that I love. I don't chase, I attract. I am free to do I am free to choose what I want to do in my life. Wow. 
Very, very powerful. I just love saying good things about me because if I don't, I mean, obviously I have people that will, but I feel like my voice matters the most to me. Now, hearing it from other people does make me feel good too, but it's not that, that those things aren't my sole source of feeling good. And it's not a healthy way to be if that is your sole source. Um, I just want to randomly, in one of the affirmations, I said, everything I want wants me to. And if you ever listen to Marvin Gaye, I listen to a lot of older R&B and stuff like that. So, but he has a song says, I want that's that is called, I want you. And it basically says, I want you, but I want you to want me like I want you. And that, that, that's it. Reciprocation, that's all. That's the word. <laughs> so let's jump right into the topic, baby. All right, let me stop. Let's jump into the topic. And I have three, but they all kind of go with one another. This is kind of weird because I have to do this over. And I know I dropped gems in that first episode, man. I might just insert them. Do y'all mind? Do you mind? If I held, if I kissed, if I, if I hugged, and if I kissed, and I held you tight. To the morning light. Ah. All right. The first message is to live the life that you want to live. Emphasis in all caps on you, what you want to do, how you want to live it, etc. Because for whatever reason, and there's so many reasons, it's not an unknown reason, but for reasons that are vast, (laughs) so many people, myself before included, are living lives that they don't want to live. They're living lives that other people want them to live. Other people told them to live. Society's telling them to live. Like they are living a life that they technically, so that they, they're living a life that they wouldn't want to be judged by. If that makes sense. So like if, say if what I really want to do was to be an artist And, you know, everybody, the first thing people say is like, oh, you're not going to make any money. Oh, you're going to be broke. You're going to be struggling. You're going to do this. You're going to do this. But art makes me happy. I feel a connection. I feel happy when I do art. It just it just feeds my soul. So in order to not be judged and not to hear those negative things, hmm, I'm going to go to school and I don't know. I'll pick anything. Honestly, I'm not even going to mess with I'm not going to say a specific subject. But a lot of people decide in in order to not have, in order to not be judged, basically, I'm going to pursue things that everybody else is doing because that's what everybody's doing. And that's not cool because all in all, at the end of the day, happiness is the key to life. Do things that make you happy and don't do things that don't make you happy. It's just like if you have a friend, if you're around this friend, this friend is playful, your type, like y'all are 
laughing and having fun you want to be around that person now if you have another friend that should now be an associate they just bring the mood down they're always negative they never have anything nice to say well obviously you're not going to want to be around that person so it's the same in your life like in all spectrums in all realms of your life you need to choose to do the things that make you happy forget about whatever expectations people have on you forget about whatever opinions people have on you because at the end of the day, you are going to be stuck with your own unhappiness and you can't blame them. Because at the end of the, if you when and if you ever do blame the person that is causing you to be unhappy, they're going to say, well, I didn't force you to do that. I didn't I didn't make you do that. But they sh- sure did have a very strong influence with their actions or whatever it is, however they showed you. So now I came up with different reasons and different factors as to why you may not be living the life you want to live for yourself. Um, Because most of the time it's your inner child or how are you raised or who raised you? How did they try to influence you? What kind of pedals did they put you on? There's always those factors that factor into why you have the pressure to not want to live the life and do the things that you want to do. So maybe your parents were hard on you. Maybe they didn't accept a C, a B minus from you. So now you, you're you living your life trying to impress them, trying to make them see that you are finally doing good. Or your parents have certain expectations of you. I'm looking at my screen, but I want to let you know that these are my thoughts i wrote these things down right before this podcast so that i would have pointers certain things i didn't want to miss um so that you can probably see like you can understand where your actions come from i kind of want to pinpoint most episodes to figure out like i want you to figure out how you're this way why you're this way and then choose to decide how you move on because I feel like most of the time we live our lives without realizing that we are living up to expectations of our parents or or guardians we don't really realize that until we sit down and analyze our lives so I just want to throw some stuff at you to see if this is what it is and I relate to most of these things if not all um yeah so your parents have certain expectations of you or they unintentionally put you on this high pedestal and make you an overachiever now for me it was always i am a i'm smart most of my my kids my mom's kids are smart i'm smart i'm independent i don't need help i got my homework done i did my test i did well like i was able to do whatever so Everybody was like, yeah, she's going to college. She's going to be smart. She's going to be a lawyer. She's going to do this. You're going to do this. And from their point of view, I think they were just really trying to encourage me. But what they were really doing is putting stress on me to become this great thing that they wanted me to be. And that wasn't fair to me. Next one. Um, you're looking at reasons to make your parents. And now when I say them, I'm going to say them, but... This goes for if you're, it's your parents, it's your older siblings, it's your family, it's your guardian, it's whoever it is, your peers, whatever. But I guess this one is specific for parents. Um, 
You're looking for reasons to make them notice you after years of being overlooked. And that goes right into the second, the, the last one I just talked about. If you grew up as a kid that didn't really need help in school or things like that because you always had it, you learn quickly, like your parents didn't have to check on you that often because they already knew you were good. They already expected you to be good. So you were already good, straight A's, all that stuff. Most of the time, if you have other siblings, you go unnoticed. And your your excellent job is the standard. So if you drop under that, then you are doing bad. But if you are overachieving, it doesn't get noticed. So it's just like very weird. And that's how imposter syndrome kind of starts because you are doing so well and you're not getting congratulated for for the well. You're not getting any attention for how great you're doing, bringing back the honor rolls. But you are getting acknowledged when you're not doing great. If you get a C, you're getting acknowledged. And it's just like, hmm, I know I'm good. I know I'm smart, but I'm not getting the validation that I need. At the time, well, at, in that age, kids need that, kids need that validation. And if they're not getting it, I believe that's how imposter syndrome starts. Now you don't believe that you're that good because no one told you that you were that good. Well, they say you're smart, but it's not congratulated. Like, oh, she always gets A's. They just forget that, like, I'm still trying very hard to maintain these A's. Like, you should still congratulate me. Even though I've been getting A's for this long, still congratulate me. Because now I don't believe that I'm able to do what I want to do because no one acknowledged my hard work, basically. I hope that made sense. Um, or you have negative people that are projecting and or always have something to say about you. And I feel like a lot of people have this too. And it could be a combination of all these things and other things that make you feel like you have to live up to the standard that someone else has for you. There's always going to be negative people and it always sucks if you have a negative person that's in your family that you see very often that always has something nasty to say about you. But look at that family member. Look at their life. Is their life going well? Be honest. Every single naysayer, every single negative person, every single person that used to brag about this, that, and that, their life never was never good and never turned out well. So why listen to them? You see their life, you don't want to be like them. So why listen to them? You want to do this thing, they talk bad about it. You analyze. This is for anything. If you want to do something and someone has something negative to say, you as an individual, you look at their life, what they're doing, what's going on. If you don't want to be like them, don't even listen to it. If you see that they're unhappy and they have things going on that aren't great, don't listen to them. See it as them projecting. Don't take it personal. I know it's so easy to say. A lot of this, what I'm saying is so easy to say, but I'm saying it from the end of you will get through it and it will then be easy for you to do so. Because why would you listen to someone that is in a space that you don't want to be in? You don't want to do that. And I will also want to tell you to trust you. Trust that you know yourself more than anybody else. There are people that unintentionally, I will say most of this, some of this is unintentional. 
some people speak their fears upon you or they project their fears on you out of love, but it's still taken negatively. It is what it is. Dang it, what was I going to say? You know you more than anybody else on this earth knows you. Whether you're not close to your parents or you are close to your parents, you know yourself more than anybody else knows you. Do not let anyone else tell you what you like. Don't let anybody tell you what you want to do. Don't don't let anybody tell you about what you're passionate about. Don't let anyone tell you about what makes you feel good. Don't let anyone tell you anything about you because you know you more than them. How do you believe them over yourself? You are in your own body. You have these thoughts. No one knows every single thought you ever had and they cannot interpret it in the way that you feel them and or think them. So don't you ever, 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 ever let someone talk you into thinking that they know you more than you know yourself. You don't. And trust, well, they don't, sorry. And trust yourself and trust your instincts and trust what makes you happy and do those things. Trust what what you think your purpose is and do those things. Trust all of it. Trust yourself. Um, But it's not your job to live up to what other people want you to do. It's not your job to live up to other people's expectations. It's not your job to be the person that your parent wants you to be. And in some of these cases, some parents don't, some parents aren't even the them they wanted to be. So now they have a kid and they want their kid to do what they want them to do. And that's not fair to that kid. It's going to be probably some hard conversations, but just at the end, just know that you have to advocate and fight for your happiness. And it's unfair that some of us are put in situations. Some of us are put in certain situations that we have to advocate and fight for our happiness. It seems so simple, but some people just think that they can control and it's their way or the highway. And I'm so sorry if that's you. I understand how you feel. But at the end of the day, you got to have those uncomfortable uncomfortable conversations or none at all. It just depends on how your people are. Don't be afraid to not talk to certain people. And that's fine. Like I don't care who it is. Don't let anyone talk you into trying to forgive or mend I wouldn't even say I'm not trying to say that you should like cancel all relationships but if you have that hard talk with someone and they're just not receiving the real you and that you want to be happy then at some point you do have to cut them off until they realize like this is what I'm going to do this is me this is how I want to do things um don't let any outsider say well, that's your mom, that's your brother, that's your cousin, that's your guardian, whatever, whoever the person is to you, you got to talk to them. Don't let nobody ever tell you that you have to, because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who that person is. They're not worth your peace. You shouldn't have to explain yourself over and over. It's not worth it. It's not worth your mental health. It's not worth being triggered again. And it's not worth extra trauma because confronting people about how you feel And them not receiving it well and then projecting on you again can cause more trauma.
that's another story. But at the end of the day, live the life you want to live. You do not want to be in a situation where you are living the life of others, society, whoever these, these others are. We're just going to say others, but you know what I mean. Depending on who you are, it's whatever. You will find yourself living this life that everybody wanted you to live and you'd be unhappy. And you'd be sad and you'd be depressed and you live with regrets. Don't live with no regrets. Now, if you want to see different routes in life, try all different things. I, I would like, well, I advocate for everyone trying different things, going to stepping into different avenues of life to see what you like, what you don't like. Don't ever live a life where you could potentially have regrets. Try all the things. I just don't want you to be old and realize like, dang, I wasted my whole life listening to everybody else except for me. You are important. Your your thoughts and what you want to do is important. But there have been so many cases and so many people that say, you know, I sacrifice family time for getting the bag or what's the other way you say get the bag? How else you say get the bag? I sacrifice family time to try to build generational wealth or be wealthy or be rich and then realize later that I wanted that family time I missed it and I regret it because now I'm not close to my kids my kids envy me they there's all the there's a dysfunctional dynamic because you were never there and kids need parent kids need their parents they need both parents um and I think that's for me that's the thing that made me like excuse me, stop trying to chase the bag. Like the bag is going to be here. The bag's going to come whenever it comes. I'm being patient and I'm thankful that I'm in this situation to be able to be patient. But I would never want my kids to not have a mom that was intentional, that paid attention, that congratulated them, that was supportive, that was all the things that they need at all times in life. Because I know how that feels to not have and if my mom was watching this, not saying that I didn't have things. We had things, but I, as an emotional kid, I didn't have the things that I needed mentally, emotionally. Um, where was I going with that? Oh, okay. So I think you should figure out what really makes you happy. For me, as an example, I can just be the example. I value being a mother over chasing a bag. Because I think it I don't think it matters about the things that the kids have. It's about who they have, who they have supporting them, who they have in their corner, who got their back, who's there for them, who taught them life skills, who got them through things. I think that's more important. Now, for someone else, it might not be. That's why your happiness is unique to you. Everything is unique to you. But if you talk to millionaires or very wealthy people, they have all the things that most people are chasing for. They chasing. They have the money. They have the cars. They have unlimited resources or whatever, and they're still unhappy because they didn't do things that made them happy. So that's something to think about. The second 
is wow so i think that that statement from that person i don't remember who exactly it was but that really hit me because it's like a lot of people think that the material things are going to make you happy but it's not you got to be happy in here you got to be happy in here and the way you be happy in here is doing things that make you happy and loving yourself and there's so many other realms and spectrums in that too but just do what makes you happy forget about anyone's expectations on you the third topic was do what makes you happy <laughs> release all of those expectations that aren't truly yours and start living the life you want to live mm, 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 mm. forget about those opinions forget about trying to impress anybody because i know there's a lot of people that try to impress others where it's like especially the social media age once again people are trying to impress someone else so they show all the highlights they show all the good things and uh now you're trying to impress them you're trying to one-up them but you don't know what's happening they people can portray looking happy and you might want to chase that because you think you're going to get that happiness. But all the whole time, it's false happiness. So, mind your business. Do what makes you happy. Figure out why. Figure out where exactly and why or how you have found yourself living a life that someone else wanted you to live. Versus living the life that you want to live. Because there's something deep rooted in there that made it what it was now for some people and i can relate to is the people pleaser tendency when you're a people pleaser you have been put in situations where you have to gauge a room because you had a parent that i wouldn't say temperamental but was a nicer word for temperamental i don't know lightly temperamental so you always had to gauge their emotions because you don't want to say or do anything to make them upset so you then become a people pleaser so you're you're trying to make sure that you're basically putting their happiness on you so if they're upset that's your fault if they're happy i'm glad they're happy before you interact with them you try to gauge to see how they are feeling then you're able to interact accordingly if they're not feeling well or in their best then you don't want to talk to them and that's just how it is or you have parents that were hard to please like they had so many expectations of you and they were never happy they were never happy with the efforts that you made to move forward or to be better based on their last the last set of feedback that they gave and there's so many other reasons or ways people become people pleasers but becoming a people pleaser rules out into you trying to please them and appease to them and living a life that you don't want just so that they can notice you just so that they can hopefully notice you one day whenever or if ever it happens deep down that's what it is now it's not something that you would say straight up because obviously you're like no I want to do this this is what I want to do but if you sit down and think and analyze and meditate you realize like I'm not really doing this for me and it's fine because, I mean, that's that's all you know. Like, you didn't do that on purpose. That's something that happened to you. So, one thing I would say is once you realize and acknowledge that, then you can move forward and 
going about your life doing things that make you happy forget about pleasing other people now i'm not saying that being a people pleaser is something that just turns off but for the big things um that are affecting your life and your mental health i think that those are hard no's like you have to figure out the root and either figure it out within yourself or confront the root whoever the root is for you but people pleasing on all spectrums is still very hard it's still hard to it's hard in relationships friends whatever it is because you're always trying to make sure they're happy where that's not your responsibility that makes sense you're doing things to make them happy you don't want to argue you don't want to confront them because then you're going to have a problem and you don't want to have problems you run away from problems you've seen enough problems and you know how problems what happens when problems are here and you don't want that so you are your defense mechanism is pleasing every single one even if that means doing certain things that you don't really want to do you just want to please them Wow. So like I guess in the parents to go back, the parent standpoint is if you do have a temperamental parent, you do what they tell you to do. Because if you don't, you know they're going to be upset. So you do what you're supposed to do, depending on whatever situation it is. You do what you're supposed to do, what is expected of you, because you know if you don't, they're going to be disappointed and you don't want anyone to be disappointed in you because you feel those emotions and from that person, it means the most to you and you don't want them to be disappointed in you. And that's just natural. I think that's human nature. You don't want people to be disappointed in you, but at the same time, you got to realize like, hey, I'm going to have to take your disappointment over my sadness, because I have to deal with my sadness every single day. Your disappointment, oh well. I think they'll get over it. And if not, you'll probably be better off without those people. And I'm just saying. It is what it is. Whew. At the end of the day, the only person that you should be trying to please is yourself. You want to have a life that is very fulfilling you want to have a life that you are happy to speak on because it makes you happy. Period. And I think that's all I have to say on that. All right. So we're going to jump into the fun facts. Oh, no. What happened? Fun facts. Fun facts. Fun fact number one. Uno. Did you know the circulatory system is more than 60,000 miles long. If a child's entire circulatory system, we're talking veins, arteries, and capillaries, were laid out flat, it would stretch for more than 60,000 miles, according to the Franklin Institute. By the time we reach adulthood, our bodies have become home to approximately 100,000 miles of blood vessels. That's just one of the mind-blowing facts that sound made up, but aren't. That is very interesting because I know like, let's not talk about intestines though, veins, arteries, and capillaries. 
Wow. That's kind of cool. 100,000 miles of veins, arteries, and capillaries in our bodies. Like, it just fits here, and I'm 5'3". I'm 5'2 and 3 quarters, but I'm 5'3". That is mind-blowing. 100,000 miles. All right, let's see. What's to scale? What is 100,000 miles long? It doesn't say, but how long does it take to drive 100,000 miles? 3,000 miles is a lot. Um, someone ran 100,000 miles at 100 miles per hour. Oh, the cars. Oh, my gosh. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I'm kind of slow. All right. So for a car at 100 miles per hour, that's very, very fast. We only do 80-ish sometimes 90 on the highway if a car is going at 100 miles per hour it would take 40 days and nights if they drove for 24 hours to cover a hundred thousand miles now that makes it more wild for me that makes it more wild when you drive your car you average 12,000 miles a year. Wow. Wow. And that's your circulatory system. We're learning on this podcast. I kind of want to laugh more though. Do we want to laugh? Did you know the brand name Spam is a combination of spice and ham? I mean, it kind of makes sense no i did not know that but it kind of makes sense spam spice and ham original solar vision is put together that same way this is one of those interesting facts you probably thought you knew but actually didn't contrary to american mythology spam is not an acronym for scientifically processed animal matter or shoulder of pork and ham either reports someone thought that shoulder of pork and ham <laughs> Scientifically processed animal matter. <laughs> Who thinks that? Let's see. Spam. Special. Serving. Partial. American meat. <laughs> it's spice and ham. Okay. That's interesting. But people thought scientifically processed animal matter. Shoulder of pork and people were thinking that they thought things through and it was an acronym, but it's not. Hmm. Number three, dos. No, whoa, tres. <laughs> Did you know the top 20 oldest people who ever lived were all women? The oldest man who ever lived happens to be the 24th. The oldest man who ever lived happens to be the 21st place on the list of oldest people who ever lived. This is sourced from Wikipedia. Hmm. That's interesting. Oldest living person right now. 
oldest living is 118 years old in France. What you do at 118? What you be doing at 118? Let me see. She got a little page. She's 100. Don't forget. She's 118 years old and 116 days. They count the days, boy. Crazy. Oh, there's a Jamaican in here. If you don't know, I'm Jamaican. Both my parents are Jamaican. Wow. The Jamaican, she passed in 2017, but she ranks as one of the oldest. Top seven, 117 years old, 189 days. Wow. Is there an American? Oh, there's an American on here. 119 years old. Wow. So the oldest living person is in France. Where's she? What y'all think she's doing? You think she still smoke? She got to smoke. Maybe she don't smoke. Let me stop judging people. Hmm. That's interesting. All right. I think that it makes sense that the top 20 oldest people are women because I think that men are just very reckless. They they just do stuff. And I, I think they obviously they have more wear and tear in their body because of mainly or most men do labor, whether it's for work or around the house or whatever. But they always seem to get themselves hurt in ways that don't make sense. So I can believe that. I can believe that. Men are more risky, I would say, or at risk. <laughs> they put themselves at risk. <laughs> Did you know mushrooms talk to one another using 50 words in a language similar to English? How y'all know mushrooms use words? How you know mushrooms talk to each other? How you know mushrooms use words? How you learn the mushroom language? How you know it's closer to English? Did you hear it? I have so many questions. All right, let's read. According to a study published in the Royal Society Open Science Journal, scientists have revealed the organisms to be nature's most unexpected chatterboxes. Leading the study was Andrew A. He got Z-K-Y in there. Let's see. Adamatsky. That wasn't hard. Andrew Adamatsky, a professor with the Unconventional Computing Laboratory at the University of West of England. Not in the United States. Okay. His study focused on four species of fungi, enoki, split gill, ghost, and caterpillar. Where's the rest of the story? The language seems over-enthusiastic. I need a summary. That's what I need, Reddit. There's too many words. So they read electrical signals that the fungi send to one another in patterns that is similar to human speech. How though? The wood digesting fungi, they come in contact with wooden blocks. Their impulses increase. Does that mean alert? So they don't know, they're just testing the electric 
what is it electrical impulses and they're like maybe it is maybe it's not but the cadence is almost like human speech why are y'all studying mushrooms why are y'all trying to figure out how they speak what was the the thought behind the start of this process because that has me with a lot of questions Number five, let me start that. Cinco. A lot of people born 1994 or later have probably been lifted up at some point like symbol while their parents have been singing like they do in the movie Lion King. Probably. I've never thought to do that. But I do like the Simba. I like to do that. I like, I would like to do that. I don't think I've ever done that though. Right. So this at this point and at this time, we would normally do shower talks. I'm saying normally like we don't like there's only one other episode. I would normally do shower thoughts, but mm, I ran out. So I went on Reddit and it's just random stuff. So we're just going to go through random stuff. And it might be questions that, you know, you can answer in the comment section while I go over it. I'm going to give my answer. You give your answer. And then I'll go over the answers that people have put in Reddit. So if you could give yourself a mildly convenient superpower, what would it be? My superpower would be to be able to fold laundry, all the laundry in the house in 0.02 seconds. Because laundry has to be the most ghetto chore ever uh, it takes forever kids clothes they have little itty bitty pieces of articles of clothing that it's very annoying because the load might not look like it's a lot but they have a lot of clothes in that smaller load and then adults it's just like can i hang everything up can i just throw everything in a drawer when i was in middle school sometimes some high school yeah for sure high school I would just throw things in the drawer. Laundry day was so easy. But now, like, I want it to be folded a certain way. I'm very peculiar. But I'm also lazy because I don't want to do it. I have clothes in the dryer right now that's been in there for, like, a couple days. Over the weekend. And it's Tuesday. Anywho, I would say to <clears throat> do laundry very fast. So, you comment. And then we're going to do our... I'm going to read what people said. For me, I'd have the power to ensure the bus showed up exactly when I got there. Smart. Smart. I don't know much about buses leaving you, but I have experienced it a couple times. I like to be able to see what people actually want. I like to be able to see what people actually want. Want me to shut up? Great. See you later. Did you actually want to go to Applebee's instead? Cool. Let's go. That is good. That is good. Because some people just be talking and they be agreeing to things or being nice or whatever the case may be. They're doing something opposite of how they feel. But just be honest and tell me exactly how you feel and exactly what you want. I think life will be much easier. Someone said conjure. Conjure. Oh, my gosh. Someone said conjure pocket change um yeah i'm not 
I'm not going to knock what you say. Maybe you need pocket change for whatever you need to do, but that doesn't make it that convenient. Especially things take cards, and change is annoying to me. And honestly, while we're here, I feel like having cash out and doing things with cash, it doesn't make sense. I think you technically lose money because you get change from the cash and you put it in your change drawer, whereas if it was in your bank account, well, not your change drawer, but your change part. And most of the time, you don't feel like doing change or giving change or whatever. But if it was in your bank account, that change counts like cash, if that makes sense. I just don't like having change. I don't like, I don't mind counting it up, but it's just like, now I have all this change. Sometimes your total is $1.02. So now you got 98 cents that you got to put somewhere. You're just collecting change, and I don't like that. So, anyway, the ability to pee and poo anywhere and the waste go teleport to a toilet. Very on par for mildly, mildly convenient. I like that one. Switch off lights just by thinking it. Like that one. That's why they came up with that thing. Are those things still around? I don't know. The ability to make every traffic light green, I feel that. I feel that. To be able to memorize anything for any amount of time. Also delete said memory at will. Oh, that's that's not mildly, though. That's a, that's major. That's your brain. That would be cool, though. Ability to touch a book and instantly have it memorized. Touch a person and instantly have their skills ability to absorb and retain knowledge that's big it's another big one those that's good though that would be cool memorizing anything at any amount of time i'll be way better at testing textbook memory that's what i'll be way better at testing i'll be way better at remembering certain things and certain details because i do be forgetting stuff but to absorb someone's abilities Retaining knowledge, that's a dream. Being able to part and slip, what? Being able to part and slip through traffic, but only when I'm running late. On par, on par. I really wish that riding on the shoulder was legal. Because sometimes you really need to get to where you need to go. And sometimes you leave early enough to get there with traffic. But traffic was trafficking extra hard that day. And now you got to sit there. There's nothing you can do but sit in traffic. Refill drinks in my mind. That's good. That's good. Ability to always get full, restful, recuperative sleep in three hours. Hmm. That's a superpower. That's a superpower. You have so much time to do everything else or other things. The ability to sleep at will, I would like that. I'm agreeing with all of these. Master scheduler. There's always an open time slot when I need it. Yes. Ah. Yes. You know when... You know when you rub your socks on carpet and then touch someone? I would just do that all the time for fun. <laughs> Oh, me too. Me too. Somewhat. Sometimes. I would do that. 
The ability to know what cashier's line will move the fastest. That is always a gamble. You have to, what you got to do, right? You, if you have two lanes, you look at how many people are in there and you look at their objects. You look at the person to see if they're a slow person or a fast person. You look at each person, if there's multiple, pe- multiple people in the line to see if they're a slow person or they're slow people. You look at each person that's in the line and see if they appear to be slower people or fast people. When I say slower, I mean like slow to take their wallet out, slow to put their card in because all those things matter. But most importantly, the amount of groceries or objects total in each line is how you tell. I'm most of the time right. The ability, <clears throat> the ability to instantly change into a newly created temporary outfit that lasts until taken off. That way I can always wear appropriate fresh clothes without the danger of getting them dirty. True. She probably, this person probably has kids. Because that's the only time you ever worry about getting dirty. Because you have kids. Because they get everything dirty and they get you dirty on purpose. To never get sick or ill. That's good. Why did I think of that? Ability to have money come to you when you need it. Everyone wants that. Telekinesis, but only for things that weigh less than 50 pounds. Okay, they tried, they, put, they threw that less than 50 pounds to make it. Uh, what's the title? Mildly convenient. They threw that 50, less than 50 pounds to make it mildly convenient. The ability to always be motivated to be active and learn, even if it costs sleep. I think you can do that. If you know what's costing your sleep, I think you can do that. Number two, random. You answer this in the in the comments, and I'll answer. But I'm going to give you time to answer because I need you to answer, okay? What is your favorite physical feature about yourself? Physical feature. Physical. I'm going to let you go first. For me, when I first saw this question, I was going to say my smile. But my favorite, 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 favorite to look at are my legs. My legs. They're pretty nice, pretty defined, pretty thick. They're thick. And I like them. I like the way they look. I like the, I just like the way they look when I'm looking in the mirror. My smile is nice, but if I'm being real, my legs, my legs, I love my legs. Um, all right, next, waiter or waitresses of Reddit, what is your biggest customer pet peeve? <laughs> These are funny. <laughs> One, don't tell me you're ready to order and have me stand at the beeping table for five minutes while you all pursue the menu in silence. <laughs> you are not ready. <laughs> that is true. Like, just say I need a few more minutes. I personally can't do that because I don't like when people are sitting over me and watching me. I don't like potentially wasting someone's time. I know they are busy, but like <laughs> the nerve of you to say, I'm ready to order <laughs> and then sit there and try to make a decision or think about the menu. Like, yo, just say no. It's not that hard. <laughs> and 
imagine how frustrating it must be for the person that's sitting there waiting. Like I could be doing so many other things. This table needs drinks. This table, their food's ready. But now I'm sitting here waiting with my pen and my pad while you don't know what you want. You are not telling the truth. <laughs> wow. Wow. Number two, when someone's tried. Mm, number two, when someone tries to bring their pet dog into the restaurant. What an inconsiderate beep hole. Get out. They said other words. GTFO with that disgusting creature. <laughs> I understand that you probably have a pet and you don't see anything wrong with eating with the pet around because the pet's in your house or whatever. But everybody is not okay with having fur potentially fur potentially getting in their food or just wafting in the air, getting in their drink. Like pets don't have that certain kind of etiquette. They see food, they're going to eat it. I don't think it's fair to other people, but the nerve to try to bring a pet to a restaurant. And I've seen so many people do it. Oh, they're in their pet bag. But like, why couldn't you just leave the pet at home? I don't get it. If you get it, tell me why you get it. Because I don't, I don't, I quite frankly don't understand. But next, on to the next. What's a question we should never ask? Please take notes because a lot of people be asking questions that they shouldn't ask (laughs) number one all this is from reddit all these random thoughts are from reddit i enjoy these more than shower thoughts so i think i'm gonna keep keep with these why can't you be like insert person's name (laughs) well because i'm not that person (laughs) oh Oh, my friend's mom said that to him, and I was the insert person's name. That did not help our friendship. (laughs) Why are you so quiet? Oh, I got that a lot as a kid. It really did grind my gears. It didn't really piss me off, but it kind of pissed me off. Like, I don't know. Someone says, that always pissed me off as a kid. Like, if you want to start a conversation, just pick a re- just ask a regular question. That's true. <laughs> mm. Oh, someone said, as a response to, why are you so quiet? They said, I was raised by abusive librarians. <laughs> Do you get it? That is good. They said that's their favorite response. That's a good one. Mm. But... As a kid, as an adult, like I just, if I don't know you, I'm not going to talk to you. A lot of people ask me why I'm quiet. A lot of people either think I don't like them. A lot of people think I'm sad. They think something's wrong with me, but I just don't really want to talk. I don't have anything to say. That's it. Have you noticed you're going bald? (laughs) Of course they know. Everyone knows when their hair is thinning. They know, especially up top, a lot of people might think that they probably can't see it, but you feel the extra breeze. Like, do you know the audacity of some people (laughs) to ask that? Wow. Wow. And then you also, yeah, you also don't know what someone's going through. Like, they could be, they could have an illness. Wow. Okay. Listen to this interaction. 
I'm going to summarize it a little bit, but this person on Reddit, Redditor, do you, do they call them Redditors? Let me know. Um, she said someone did it to her grandma once and her grandma has a rare blood disease that wasn't cancer. Um, but they treated it as if it was cancer 15 years ago. So she was taking chemo pills and all of her hair started falling out, obviously. So the random lady at the grocery store checkout line tapped my grandma on the shoulder and said something like, you know, they have balding products for women just like they do for men now. And my grandma was like, yes, I'm sure that will work against the chemotherapy <laughs> and turn back around. <laughs> and the lady snapped like, well, I was just trying to help. <laughs> oh no and then her grandma got in the car and cried yeah because why would you say that to someone that's not very nice i can't believe people have the nerve to say certain things like that that's not nice i had a friend pointed that i was getting a bald spot i shaved my head that day and since genetics stole my pancreas i'll be damned if they take my hair first Some people really have the audacity that I don't even like. I don't understand how you can just make a comment on something or someone. Sometimes you think, like, if you're trying to help someone, think about it. Are you really trying to help them? Or are your words going to hurt them? Because most of the time, like, I feel like people like this don't really think about what they say before they say it. They just say it. And as long as they think their intent was right, they can say whatever they want to say. And that's not right. It's not fair. Um... But yeah, that's shocking. Why are you single? <laughs> wow. Why are you gay? Wow. I'm actually a widower, but thanks for asking. You never know. Like, you really never know. Like, don't be asking. If you don't know these people, don't ask. Don't make comments. Don't suggest. Don't try to help. Unless they ask you for that help. If nobody asks you, don't even... Don't think that your unsolicited advice or opinion is wanted. Because it's never. If someone wanted your opinion, they wanted to hear your two cent, they would ask you. If they don't ask you, don't say nothing. Don't say a word. When in a relationship, do you think blank friend or insert friend is prettier than me? Ooh. Then uh, they have some self-esteem issues and they need to do something about that. When someone asks the same question over and over again and really pressing the matter till the person gives you the answer that shocks you. I do that too. If I don't, if I know you're not going to like the answer, I'm not going to give you the straight answer. But if you keep asking me, I'm going to tell you the truth and you're not going to like the truth. There's a reason why I didn't want to answer it in the first place. But now you're going to get the truth and now your feelings going to be hurt. Are you depressed or just want attention? Wow. That's wild. Get away from those people in your life. That is not healthy. Oh my gosh. When did you put on all that extra weight? <laughs> oh my gosh. Why does it matter to you? Are you going to help me lose this weight? What in the world? I mean, I guess it depends on how you look on it. Because someone said that the insult was the last straw that got them motivated to get back into shape but at the same time it's like still the audacity like when did you put on the extra weight what is my answer going to give you what how is my answer going to help you 
advance in your life? Please tell me. I had one regular Coke last week. <laughs> oh, imagine someone goes on, going up to you and say, they nudge you and they say, putting on extra weight for the winter. <laughs> it's not funny, but like the... Mm. Apparently Donald Trump has said, I have never seen a thin person drinking Diet Coke. All right. So random. So am I better than your ex? Wow. <laughs> it is a trap. Either you lie or you, hopefully your truth is the truth. Or you lie. Because that person is dangerous. When are y'all going to break up? What's the worst thing you've ever seen to any EMT paramedic firefighter? That's true. Because nobody really wants to relive that life. So for a brief moment, I was a 911 operator. And everyone would ask me, like, the weirdest, strangest, what's all that stuff. But it's just, like, some things, like, something that I've heard on that phone are terrible. Like, you hear people passing away or trying to do CPR on someone that passed away. Like, that's not... That shouldn't be glorified because as soon as you tell someone you did anything emergency, that's the first thing they ask you. And it's kind of annoying. So this person said, I promise you, it's horrible and not something you want to think about. We, well, certainly I don't want to relive those memories, especially so unexpectedly. Ask about something funny instead. You get a better answer. The funny stuff is better. Some people are ridiculous ridiculous i don't even know if i can tell the story but there's this lady her son was doing marijuana and she called in and she was basically telling her son and she was like will you guys arrest him like what can you guys do basically she doesn't want to parent her child so she called the police to come down told them where the weed was told them everything <laughs> in hopes that they arrest him or take him behind put him in the back of the car and hopefully teach him a lesson but it's just like okay all right let's see two more questions because i think we've been here a long time when are you having a baby you should never ask someone that if someone said if they're old, ask them when they're dying. <laughs> Good response. When are you minding your own damn business? And that's me when I'm being polite. <laughs> but asking someone when they're having a baby is just very harmful because you never know, once again, what's going on behind the scenes. You don't know if they're trying. You don't know if they don't want to because you don't know the reasons why they don't want to. You don't know if they have fertility issues like you really don't know someone could be sick they can't have kids they diagnose or whatever like you never know how harmful your questions are so you need to be mindful of the things that you say to people no you don't want to hear the, the non-polite stuff are you going to try for a girl? Hmm. Or telling a woman you can't understand. You don't have kids. I get that. I get what they mean. But 
I would never say that, but there's certain things you won't understand until you have kids. I would never say that. But I think people use that out of context because some people can just empathize for a little human. <laughs> people are pissing me off. Yeah, that's very rude, very impolite. You prefer anal? Yeah, someone said, this one hurts, especially because my wife is already on the fence about having kids. So this makes my blood boil. Let us figure it out. Like, stop asking people questions. Mind your business. What? Are you on your period or something? Oh, I hated that. Oh, I hated that. This one's going to piss me off. <laughs> this is going to piss me off. So we're going to stop there um, with the random... What's a question you should never ask? Never ask someone if they're on their period because sexism, misogyny. That's it. I I might be pissed, but that doesn't mean I'm on my period. And if I was, what are you going to do to help me? You're trying to use my period against me and I don't like that. All right. So next segment, what I learned this week. What I learned this week. This is where we go into our thoughts and whatever happened this week, we think about what we learned, what lessons we learned this week, and we share them. So share your lessons down below and I'll tell you mine. What I learned this week is to not rush things. I noticed that when I rush things, I start operating out of lack and scarcity and Every single thing that I have ever rushed in my life never panned out well. I'm stressed out. I'm doing the most. I'm sweating. I'm worried. I'm anxious. All for no reason. So what I learned and what I'll share with you is to take your time with whatever it is that you're doing. Don't let no pressures, outside pressures make you feel like you have to rush to do the things that you need to do. Listen to your body. Listen to what your body's telling you. Listen to or pay attention to the things that you might need beforehand. So like say you have a deadline and you realize you have so much more that you probably can't make that deadline. Just push it back a little bit. Like just take your time. Don't rush. Because rush work is not always quality work. And we need quality. Okay. Quality over quantity at all times. So that's what I learned. Not taking it entirely slow, but take it slow. As the young prophet John Legend said. Is that John Legend? Take it slow. Oh, I think that's John Legend. Yeah, that's John Legend. So yeah, that's what I learned this week. What did you learn this week? Comment below. All right. So this week's challenge, last and final topic or segment. Wow, segment. So with this challenge or with this segment, we challenge ourselves in ways to be better. So throughout this whole podcast, we're trying to be better. We're trying to evolve. We're always evolving, always trying to be better, always reaching new heights internally. So um, this week challenge is to be an even more intentional parent. Now I'm already in a very intentional parent, but there's some things I want to impl implement to further connect with my kids. 
as we are transitioning into different parts in our lives um, with learning and different things like that. Um, I just want to be the best parent on all specific levels. And that is very important to me. I want to be all the things that I as a mother should and can be for them. In this next part of our lives, uh, we are thinking about homeschooling. And with that, I have homeschooled them up until four. Kalila's three, and she's, they're different. But all that to say that we're, I'm trying to change my approach from how I homeschooled them before to how I want to now. So being intentional is me like analyzing them and figuring out ways to learn that are not just a structured sit down and teach like school because we don't have to do that because we're home so being intentional and being being very meticulous in how I analyze and figure out ways of learning and learn and play putting learn and play together if that makes sense coming at it from a different approach than how I did before which before was fine a lot was learned but it was a heartache for the both of us so that's where my intentional realm comes from. And I am just so blessed to be able to do that. I'm blessed to have the opportunity to do that. And I'm very excited, but also very scared. I'm not going to lie for this next path that we take together as a family. Um, I just want to make sure I have the good, a good enough balance of being intentional on all aspects all those words for no reason. And now here are clips from the echoey mess from before. I'm sorry, but there was some good stuff in here. You know what you want your life to look like. Now, if what you are doing right now isn't aligning with what you want your life to look like, then you might want to change some things. You might want to do some inner work to figure out why it is that you're doing certain things that you don't want to do because there's a, there is always a reason why. It can stem from different ways, different influences, and different genres across all of our lives. But there's something in there that we have this pressure on ourselves to be this, to do this. And you are stressed and you are very ambitious. But at some point in time, you realize this isn't what I want to do. Or you get burnt out and you're like... <sighs> Is it even worth it? Or you do all the things that you were supposed to do and the outcome that you wanted from those people still didn't come to life. So there's always a negative that comes to it. Um, and I guess eventually some people realize, I just don't want you to realize that too late in life. People that judge don't have pretty great lives. And I'm being honest, because if you loved your life, you would not even have the time to talk down on somebody. If you have a friend who wants to do this thing and they try to influence you that if you're not doing the same thing that they're doing, then you're not doing anything at all. But how is that fair if you don't have that same interest in that thing? You just aren't interested in that thing. Everybody does not have to be a doctor. Everybody does not have to be a lawyer. Everybody does not have to be an entrepreneur. Everybody don't have to be the trend or whatever's going on at this time in tech, whatever it is. What makes you happy? 
if there's something you're doing right now and it's not making you happy, don't be scared to walk away from it. You are trying to be this person that you are not to impress these people that are not you. I want us all to live in a life where we are true to ourselves, true to our interests, true to our passions, true to the things that we want to do, and true to the things that make us happy. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you're doing. As long as you're happy, it makes it worth it. Don't look at, about, don't look at the money. Don't look at the accolades. Don't look at any of that because anyone with all those things can tell you. You can have all those things and still be unhappy and all of that would not even be worth it. So make your life worthwhile for you. Say for instance, you meet a millionaire and they tell you exactly what they did, how they got there, who helped them, the road, the process, all that stuff. And then they tell you, well, I'm not happy. I don't like how my life went. Here's the reasons why. If in their explanation, in the things that they did, and the things that they regret, are you, if you're okay with regretting those things, then go for it. But if you're not okay with it, then don't. And this shouldn't, there shouldn't be a problem with you not wanting to do those things. Why would you do them because someone else is doing them? So that has been another installment of Solar Vision. I thank you for pulling up. I appreciate your likes. And if you didn't like already, like. I appreciate your comments. And if you didn't comment to all the questions that I just asked you, comment. And yeah, share this podcast with a friend, a friend of a friend. Share it on your Instagram or whatever. Screenshot it, tag me. You can find me at Solar Vision. My personal page is Ashley XO Simone. And I just want to say thank you for tuning in. It really means a lot to me. I really, 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 really appreciate it. And yeah, so this is, this is, you're, you're watching my, you're watching me pursue my passion. So thank you. I hope y'all are good until the next episode. Bye.